Hello there and welcome back to another episode of Check with Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Yusin Azam, and before we begin, again, another big announcement. Today, we can finally hear the winds of change. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, by the time you listen to this episode, you may realize two things. Number one, the logo is completely changed and has nothing to do with the original, and hopefully you like it. And the second and most important of all, because we're all stuck in quarantine right now, so that gave me some extra time, you know, to freshen up the website a little bit. Maybe I like to rebuild the entire thing from the ground up, but yes. I rebuilt the entire website from the ground up and I added some new features. So now there's finally um, a forum on the website where we can all chat and discuss the new tech news. And there may be new stuff you can find on the chat that has nothing to do with my Twitter or Instagram accounts. And there's also an option for you, yes, you the viewer, to send comments to me personally. And if it's good enough, maybe I will answer to them. But for now, let's just get back to the episode and get back to the scoops. Okay, first things first, and that is a weird topic we're going to talk about now. Apparently, if you charge your 15-inch uh, MacBook Pro from 2017 or your 16-inch uh, MacBook Pro from 2019 uh, on the wrong side of the ports, you may be ruining your MacBook. What do I mean by this? Well, apparently, if you use the charger on the left side of uh, the USB-C ports, then apparently this may lead to overheating uh, the CPU and just way less performance. And I don't know why or how, but the important thing is, if you have a 15-inch MacBook Pro from 2017 or 16-inch MacBook Pro from 2019, you should charge your laptop from the right side of the ports. Okay, the next part of this episode is that finally it has been long enough, but Google finally lets you change the word sensitivity settings on your smart speaker. What do I mean by this? For example, when I say, hey, Google, even by accident, um, my phone will automatically trigger uh, trigger, uh, Google Assistant. And sometimes that's inconvenient. So that's why Google uh, added settings for you to change the sensitivity of the microphone to trigger Google Assistant. Now, when and how will this uh, happen? Okay, so first things first, this is a fair warning. Um, some uh, users might get this feature before others. Uh, Google doesn't exactly have a reason uh, for why that will happen. But um, just make sure that your app is updated and check if you have uh, that setting available. If you don't, then you have to wait a little bit longer. Okay, so first you have to open uh, the Google Home app uh, and you have to make sure that your smart speaker is connected. And then you have to tap the device that you want to change the settings of and then tap settings on the upper right corner. Scroll down until you find device settings and then tap Hey Google sensitivity. And then you just have to drag the slider uh, for how much uh, the sensitivity do you want to change and bada bing bada boom, that's it. I mean, uh, I think this has been a long overdue feature on um, any smart speaker at this point really. 
but uh, I think this is a good feature for all smart speak uh, speaker users. It has been a long-awaited product, but DJI finally launched the Mavic Air 2. And if you don't know uh, what the Mavic Air is, it's a drone with a camera, and that's it. So, uh, so now you're caught up on DJI's products, and now let's get introduced to the Mavic Air 2. Okay, so first of all, it has uh, four prop arms that actually fold with the uh, entire body itself uh, to make it more portable. And then you have, you know, the four fans. And then you have a 5,200 mAh battery, which is a huge upgrade in my opinion from the original Air, which was uh, 2970 mAh. And of course, that is a lot. Uh, the Mavic Air 2 has 34 minutes of flight time, which is, I think, the best flight time that DJI offered. Yeah, uh, it's even better than the Mavic Pro 2, if I'm uh, if I'm correct. And uh, it has a max speed of 42.5 miles per hour in S mode, which I believe is basically their turbo mode. And then for the camera, uh, you have... Uh, a 48 megapixel uh, camera, which is for some reason defaulted at 12 megapixels, and can shoot 4K video at 60 frames per second. So that is a lot. But you do sacrifice some uh, frame rates for HDR, and you have 4 times slow motion at 1080p at 120 frames per second, or 8 times slow motion at 1080p at 240 frames per second. And to support the smoothness of the recording, there is a 3-axis gimbal that helps make the path a little bit more smoother, basically like OIS. And on the front and back, you have uh, uh, obstacle sensors that basically uh, sense if there are any objects near the drone. And you have downward-facing um, landing sensors and auxiliary lights on the bottom. And it now uses DJI's OcuSync uh, 2.0 technology that uh, helps uh, transmit the data from the drone all, of, all the way to your phone. And it uh, has been able to deliver HD video at a maximum distance of 6 miles and supports both uh, 2.4 and 5.8 gigahertz frequency bands with auto switching. In China, it's available right now as of the date of this recording and it will come in other countries uh, in the middle of May. And it will start at $7.99 for the drone, uh, the battery, uh, a remote, and cables. And there is a fly more option uh, that adds a shoulder bag, ND filters, a charging hub, and two extra batteries for $9.88. Which I think is more useful than the regular $7.99 option. I mean, I feel like you get more features out of this. But... I really don't know anyone who uses a drone in drone right now. But hey, if you're into drones, I would recommend this, but I'm not exactly a drone expert because I have never tried one myself. Okay, so the Pixel Buds 2 is a highly awaited um, refresh from the regular Pixel Buds, which was sold and manufactured by Google. And this is one of, if not the biggest uh, upgrade on wireless headphones in a long time. So if you don't remember the Pixel Buds, it was an, uh, uh, an over-the-neck uh, wireless headphones 
that was really uncomfortable. I mean, you had to have excellent muscle memory to know how to uh, put the uh, headphones back into the case without researching on Google. But now with the Pixel Buds 2, you have a fully wireless experience and let's talk about it. So it comes in four colors, white, almost black, quite mint, and also orange, which was the same color from the Pixel 4. It has a five hour battery life on a single charge with 24 hours with the charging case. And of course you have uh, the standards for connectivity, Bluetooth 5. It starts at uh, seven, uh, 179 and un- until uh, the couple of months, uh, you only have one color, which is white. Yes, the other colors, almost black, quite mint and also orange, uh, will uh, are set to release in the coming months. I mean, they are small. I mean, they are really small. And that's a good thing because this naturally feels more natural in your ear and there is an arc on the top that helps it secure the earbuds uh, inside your ear but yeah it looks fantastic and it's comfortable but not not for long-term use the arc does get a little irritated in your ear but other than that it's it's great and it has all the normal features you expect from uh, a Google wireless um, earbuds. You have Google Assistant, you have the voice translation thing from the regular Pixel Buds. And a really cool feature of this is that it's, uh, I think it's the only um, pair of wireless earbuds that uh, supports adaptive sound. Basically what that is, is that it analyzes Uh, the sound from your surroundings and it determines the volume of your music or your calls and that is really useful because sometimes it does get pretty annoying whenever I'm playing music and I suddenly realize that the the noise is too much in my surroundings so I have to you know uh, take out my phone and try to open it without hassle yeah, it's, it's a mess. So actually adaptive sound is really useful if it works, if it works. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we get to the final part of every episode from now on, which I like to call the tiny topics. Yes, the, yeah, this is going to be a regular thing, the tiny topics. Bear in mind, when I say tiny topics, it does not mean that they're not significant. It's just, it just means that there's not a whole lot of info to talk about it. The Google Stadia controller can finally uh, capture screenshots and clips on Android. Yes, on Android. Speaking of Stadia, yeah, uh, the OnePlus 8 and the OnePlus 8 Pro now supports Google Stadia. Congratulations to TikTok for topping 2 billion downloads. That is really impressive. There are rumors saying that Samsung is building uh, a new phone with a pop-up camera, which in my opinion is a little late to the party. Uh, Huawei has a replacement or an alternative to Google Maps called Here We Go. 
Discord's uh, very famous feature, which is mobile voice overlay, is no longer a Samsung Galaxy exclusive. So if you do have Discord, but not a Samsung device, you can finally use the mobile voice overlay. Windows 10 now supports ads for Microsoft Edge in its search box. Too far? Is it too far? Well, to answer that, you have to go to my Twitter or Instagram and answer that poll. And USB 4 will fully support DisplayPort 2, which includes 8K HDR monitors, which is absolutely insane. And that concludes this week's summary of everything that happened. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to listen to the other episodes and please visit the website and tell me if you guys liked the new changes or not. And don't be afraid to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, this is Yassine Azam signing out. See you next weekend.